Hello, welcome to Industry Reactions. Industry Reactions is a weekly briefing on industry events, changes, and future trends that impact your business. We're your hosts, Rick Honer and Mark Friedel from Kempoint. You can find Industry Reactions on YouTube, LinkedIn, and as a podcast. For those watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, ring that notification bell, and smash that like button. We plan on discussing issues that impact the global industry and help you uncover new opportunities. We hope this will provide market intelligence that will keep you ahead of changing conditions. China's economy expanded by 2.3% in 2020, roaring back from a historic contraction in the early months of the year to become the only major world economy to grow in what was a pandemic ravaged year. China's ability to expand, even as the world struggled to control the deadly virus that has killed more than 2 million people, underscores the country's success in largely taming the coronavirus within its borders and further cements its place as the dominant economy in Asia. China's growth makes it an outlier among large economies. The World Bank expects the U.S. economy to have contracted by 3.6% and the Eurozones to have shrunk by 7.4% in 2020, contributing to an overall global economic pullback of 4.3% in 2020. Wow, you know, China really um, was pretty aggressive around shutting things down. And I think they still are pretty aggressive around managing this. So quite a bit different from what we see here in the US. No doubt, we questioned their actions early on, but it, it seems to have paid off. Okay, most uh, economists are saying that the US chemical industry will bounce back this year. Uh, the shape of the U.S. recovery from the short but sharp recession caused by COVID pandemic will likely resemble a V with a flat bottom, really more of a U if you look at it. Forecasts of U.S. economic growth in 2021 vary widely. The conference board, which develops indexes for business and consumer confidence, posted an estimate of 3.6%. The investment bank Morgan Stanley chose a more aggressive 5.9%. Yeah, I know that the I guess the opinions on what's going to happen next year. We, you know, uh, I was looking over some predictions from some of the major investment banks on what the U.S. economy is going to do, and most of them landed around three and a half percent over the year. The weird thing to me was um, the biggest fluctuation in their predictions was in Q1 of 2021, which is comes as a surprise. That seems like where you should have the most clarity. Yeah. Generally, the further out you go, the more uncertainty it is, but uh, not in 2021. Going into 2021, U.S. chemical companies will be looking to recover from a 3.6% drop in output in 2020 compared with 2019, according to the American Chemistry Council, the industry's main trade association. Some sectors kept humming throughout 2020, including materials used in electronics, appliances, home improvement, personal protective equipment, and cleaning products, the ACC reports. That's no surprise. Hardest hit were companies serving the automotive and aerospace industries. Again, no surprise. However, demand for chemicals typically strengthens early in a recovery as manufacturers ramp up production of goods, meaning chemical firms will get a head start on better times. Consequently, the ACC expects chemical output to regain grant ground growing 3.9% in 2020. Uh, and I think that sounds pretty consistent with a lot of the reports that we're seeing and hearing, especially towards the end of 2020 and into the early parts of 2021. 
Yeah. And it's good to see that coming back. I know automotive seems like it was making a comeback, although uh, I had heard recently, maybe this isn't a discussion with you, where some of the supply chain through semiconductors, et cetera, are causing problems in automotive. So we're not out of the woods yet. For sure. All right. Now to uh, rail. North American Chemical Rail began the year really strong. Uh, during the week of January 9th, chemical rail car traffic in North America totaled 48,000 carloads, up 5.3% year over year and up 10% from the previous week, according to data released on January 13th by the Association of American Railroads. All right, and in new product introductions and other company announcements, while auto manufacturing spent 2020 in a lull because of the pandemic, sales are expected to rebound this year. The forecast is particularly bright for electric vehicles and the lithium ion batteries that power them. Albemarle, one of the world's largest producers of lithium chemicals, is responding with an investment at its site in Silver Peak, Nevada, and several smaller firms are seeking investors to develop lithium deposits of their own. Not only not only do these companies expect high global demand for the battery material, they say automakers in North America want secure, sustainable, regional supply. Albemarle's remote Nevada site, where it extracts lithium from underground brines, is the only location in the U.S. where lithium is recovered today. The company says it will double capacity for brine extraction there by 2025 at a cost of 30 to $50 million. It's quite a race for those electric vehicles. Now, all basically all auto manufacturers have some sort of electric vehicle in the forecast. And it's definitely good for the U.S. to have um, a domestic source of lithium. A lot of that stuff comes from Latin America and from China as well. All right. So raw material price increases pile pressure on paint manufacturers. Sharp price increases for epoxy resins and supply bottlenecks are now adding to the difficulties of paint and coatings manufacturers in the UK and across Europe, and further compounding the already existing pressures caused by the COVID pandemic and resulting disruption. On top of this, some manufacturers are also reporting additional friction being caused by the new trading conditions the UK has with the EU, where 60% of the UK's industry's raw materials are sourced. In addition, the situation is being compounded by a current global shortage of containers, which has led to a sharp rise in transport costs from Asia to Europe, thus further restricting supplies to Europe. Similar problems are affecting the market for polyester resins. Yeah, and I would suggest that this is not just the paint and coatings industry. This is more widespread. We're seeing um, price pressures um, across the board in a lot of different industries. In fact, uh, we've been hearing, you know, more reports that there are, is a shortage of steel for for drums. So I think this is um, uh, a broader issue, not just to the paint and coating manufacturers. We're going to see a reversal of some of those uh, price pressures downward. For sure. Celanese Corporation today announced its intent to build a world scale multi-phase liquid crystal polymer polymerization plant in China to support the significant growth in its high-value Vectra and Zenite LCP product lines. Site selection is underway and Celanese is considering both existing and greenfield locations to place its new LCP facility. 5G 
the Internet of Things and vehicle electrification are just a few of the macro trends driving demand for materials that support device miniaturization, improved signal integrity, and circuit densification, and LCP is uniquely qualified to solve these challenging requirements. It's exciting. All right, and another uh, new product announcement, Johns Manville, a leading global manufacturer of energy efficient building and industrial insulation products, announced the addition of JM Corbond 4. It's a closed cell spray polyurethane foam to its line of building insulation products. JM Corbon 4 is a fourth generation closed cell spray foam made with a hydrofluorolefin blowing agent. It has been engineered to meet stringent new regulations prohibiting the use of materials that have a high global warming potential. All right, moving on to M&A news. Lanxis to acquire French disinfectant specialist Thessio. Lanxis intends to further expand its consumer protection business and plans to acquire the Thessio Group. The French group is a leading manufacturer of disinfection and hygiene solutions in Europe and Latin America. The products are used in livestock farming to prevent and control diseases. Subject to completion of the transaction, Lanxis will significantly expand its range of products for the growth market animal hygiene and will in future also be able to offer products for the animal nutrition industry. All right, PPG announced that it's reached a definitive agreement to acquire Vorvag, a global manufacturer of coatings for industrial and automotive applications. The transaction is expected to close in the first half of 2021, subject to customary closing conditions. Vorvag's industry exp expertise in powder and liquid coatings for industrial and automotive applications is highly complementary to PPG's business and will help to further expand our product offering, said Rebecca Leibert, PPG Executive Vice President. More consolidation in the coatings industry. Well, that's it for this week's edition of Industry Reactions. We will return next week with a fresh batch of industry reactions. Until then, stay safe. Take care.